for letting us know that the battle is already won and Satan has no place in our life. We thank you. So we pray that you humble us, give us a mind and a desire to be used by you. Speak, Lord. Touch our hearts and touch our minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18. Normally, uh, I use my PowerPoint, but we, I'm not teaching from a PowerPoint because we are planning on being outside. But Proverbs in the New Living Translation, I'm going to be teaching through that using the New Living Translation today. In verse 18 says this, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Better to live humbly with the poor than to share plunder with the proud. Living in humility. It's so often, man, that people have a tendency to get in circles in small groups. Uh, I've been guilty of it. I get some of my classmates and some friends that we went to school with, and we start telling lies about how good we were. And we tell, oh, man, when I was back in the day, I used to run so many touchdowns, man, they had to put a parachute on my back to slow me down. And I wasn't really that fast, but it sounded good. We, we have a tendency, man, to go around and brag about what we do in our family, and we brag about how smart our kids is, and we brag about our job and how much money we make and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and Satan make us think uh, that we're somebody. And so we think that we have to go around and convince somebody or prove to somebody or share with somebody how awesome I am. And, and, and who I am, and, and so I got to give you all my accolades and, and tell you how awesome I am. And so what we don't realize is that everything that we have um, is a gift from God. So we don't really get to brag about uh, all this stuff because pride will destroy you. Pride will take your friends who were close to you and never return the text. They don't want to see you coming. They don't even want to talk to you because they're sick and tired of you talking about who you are and what you've done and how awesome you are. And truth be told, you're not doing that great anyway. But the beauty of God is that uh, we were so unique and so uh, special that God, in the beginning uh, of life, God knew that each one of us was so valuable, but he wanted us to remember that we were only valuable, man, because of him. So in Genesis, God told us from the beginning, I created man in my image and in my likeness. So you don't get to brag about all the stuff you've done because uh, you went to college and you graduated top in your class. He said, because I created you that way. He said, I knew you were smart already before using your mother's womb. I had already shaped you. I had already made you who you are. He said, I did that for you. He said, so don't, don't go around bragging about who you are when it's really about who I am. He said, the focus and the reason I gifted you is because I really wanted everybody to know who I am. <laughs> 
uh, not who you are. He says, I want you to always put me in the forefront and let people know who I am. He said, so uh, when you was in your mother's womb and I shaped you and I knitted you together and I had an assignment that needed done and the only person could do it was you. So I created you, man, as a specialist. He said, you're better than the Green Beret. He said, you're, you're better. He said, because I handpicked you and there's nobody like you. He said, just know that I did it. He said, so you ain't got to go brag about anybody. He said, just be you and trust me and love me. Uh, and that's the mission. So your, your whole mission uh, in life really is not about reflecting who you are, but it's really about always letting people know, man, who God is. And so humility is about really loving people and sharing your gift with them to help their lives be much better. And as they see the gifts that you have and the things you bring to the table, they are in awe over you. You don't have to say anything. They're going to brag about you. And they're going to say, oh, my God, I've never seen anybody like that before because there is no one like that before. And they're going to brag about you uh, as long as you operate the way God wants you to operate. And so, uh, so Paul uh, had to talk to the church at Rome and remind them of that. So, and so just know that. So as we look at this and we understand uh, our gifts, it's going to make a lot of sense to you. But I hope in order for us to deal with this pandemic and deal with all the uprising and the social injustice and all those things, we have to know who we are in Christ. Now, the, the thing that's big is God told them, says uh, in Mark, uh, have faith in God. Well, the reason why he said that, he says, because you can't have faith in you. I, I, I remember there was times, Lucy, I would say stuff. And I said, I swear to God, I would never, ever do that. And I knew I wouldn't do it. And guess what I did? What I said I wouldn't do. You can't even trust you. You, you don't even know you, right? Uh, you, you don't know. You say, I, I never do. Oh, no, don't you say, because you don't know what you will do, right? And so it's important to understand I got to keep my eyes focused on the prize, right? So Paul is writing to the church of Rome and he talked to them about making your body a living sacrifice, right? And the reason why he was saying that, because you have to really understand that you have to die in order to live, right? And he said, listen, you have to die because this world is telling you how great you are. You know, you get out, your mama telling you how great you are. Your daddy telling you, the school teacher, the coach, he bragging on you. So everybody bragging how great you are. So you got to stay humble. Uh, otherwise, you're going to go around and thank you more than what you really are. You'll stop, but you'll think you're somebody when you ain't really nobody. And the minute you start rising to the top based on what society says, then God may have to humble you and cut your leg from up under you because you don't give him the glory. Well, let's, let's see what Paul had to say about it. All right. So in Romans chapter 12 and verse 3, Paul says, Because of the privilege 
and authority God has given me. This is the Paul, because Paul was one of the greatest apostles, man, ever in the New Testament. All right? Paul said this, I give each of you this warning. He said, I want to warn you. I got to give you a warning uh, because society will trick you. Right? So I need to warn you about something because this thing is more dangerous than anything. Because God, when he created us, man, he really created us, man, to work together as a team. Right? That's why he, 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 he fashioned us, man, uh, as a body and with moving parts. And, but, but this, your arm is important and it's not more important than your leg. Right? So, so, so Paul uh, was telling him, listen, I'm about to warn you of something uh, that's going to be life-changing. So here's what he says. Right? He says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. He said, be honest in your evaluation of yourself. Measure yourself by the faith God has given us. Now, he says, it's important. He said, don't think of yourself more than you ought to. Right? He said, focus on the faith, man, the relationship, man, that God has with you. And keep your eyes on that relationship and the faith that God has given you in God. Always remember that I am what I am because of God in my life. He says, so don't miss it. So then verse 4, he says this. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function. Right? So he's trying to get a little so you can really understand. He don't want you to miss this message. Verse 5, he says, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. Right? So now he's about to drop a bombshell on them because some of the people thought they were better than others. Some of the people had gifts, and they thought, because I got the gift of this, I'm better than you because you can't do what I can do. But I just want you to understand something. Whatever you can't do, somebody else can do and do it really good. What you do really, really good, somebody else may not be able to do, but because you know how to do it and you embrace God, God used you, man, to be their strength and their weakness. Whatever they lack in, man, God may have given to you in strength. So you don't get to talk about what they're not because you are. You don't get to brag about uh, what you are and what they're not. You're not that saved and sanctified and Holy Ghost filled and fire baptized. No, don't you fool yourself and think you're better than. Quit being bougie. Quit, quit thinking, man, you 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 the big dog in the house. You you're not you're not that important. So he's trying to let you know that all of us make the family. All of us make up the body of Christ. Well, let, let's see what he has to say. So in verse 6, he says this. In his grace, that means you didn't do anything. It was his gift to you. It ain't because you're so good and you went to college and you learned all this. I just want to let you in on a secret. Before you went to trade school or before you went to college, you didn't know nothing. I don't care how good you were in the beginning, man. Somebody better than you had to help you be what you are. 
You didn't get there on your own. So God blessed somebody who had more than you when you didn't have nothing. I'm talking about your gifts and your talents to pour into you. And now you start to raise up. And now you think you are special to the point where you want to put other people down. Right. And he says, listen, the body of Christ has to work together. All right. So Paul um, goes on. He says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. Now, don't miss that. Right. God has given us different gifts. Thank you, man. You all right with me, brother. That's what I'm saying. He can see it from the back. Right. So God has given us. Certain things that we do really well. Now, don't miss this now. It's important to understand that. So then he says this. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, then speak out with as much faith God has given you. So God, if God gave you the gift to prophesy, then prophesy. But don't talk about me because I don't. don't. Don't think you're special yeah, don't, don't thank you, Lance. Don't think you're special because God has gifted you and you can do what I can't because God didn't give me the gift to prophesy. He gave that to you. So your job is to make the body better with your gift. You know, he, he didn't intend for all of us to be able to prophesy. Just you. And just you. All right. So he says, if God gave you that gift, then he goes on to say this in verse seven. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you are a teacher, then teach well. Everybody can't teach. Everybody can't prophesy. Some people not going to serve. Everybody not like Trina. Everybody not like Ken. They ain't going to come here early and put the flags up. I, they don't care what happened. I'm not putting a flag in the ground. God didn't give me that. So they come to the church and they won't do nothing when it comes to material things. But you got some people in the church, they won't lift a hand to do nothing, but they'll write a check big as the building. Because God has given them the gift of Generosity. And you'll get mad at them and say, they need to do something around here. No, you don't understand. That's what God, how God built them. So they use their gift for that. So he tells us, whatever you do, do what God has called you and be good at that. And trust God at that. And listen, because whatever you do helps the body. He let us know the hand is not more important than the mouth. Verse 8, he says this, if your gift is to encourage others, then be encouraging. If, if that's your gift, then do it because the body needs it. The church needs you to be a master encourager. There are some people, man, that are so down and out, they need you, man, to come along and give them a boost. Because some people don't need no money. They don't need you to help them around the house. They just tired. They need you to say a word of encouragement. And you're so gifted when you say it, man. They say, oh, my God, I can't wait to see them again. Because the gift oozes out. And the body is enhanced as you operate in the gift. 
So he says, understand that. He says, so, but you got to be humble with it because if not, you'll be so good at it, you'll think you're something. And you'll start looking down on other people. Because you think, I, I, I'm, I, I'm just so good at this. Can't nobody seem like me. So I, I need to lead that song. And you can sing that song and be good at it. That's fine. But don't get mad at me because I don't want to sing. I just want to pass out communion cups. So, so, so he says this. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with much faith as God has given you. If God give you the gift of serving others, then serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is encouraging others, encourage. If it is giving, then give generously. If that's your gift. But don't talk about somebody else, man, because that ain't what God has given them to do. You just do your part and watch the body work together. Because if everybody do what God told them to do, then everything works together. But the devil, his mission is to cause us to be divided. He doesn't want, he wants us to be individualized and not collectively. He wants to think that we're better than or it can't function without me. So I have to go around telling everybody how special I am. And if it wasn't for me, this would, I promise you, if you die tomorrow, I, I never forget uh, Betty Savage, my uh, human resource director, told me, she says, Pastor Duran, I came in, I had my knee was hurting so bad, Lance, I couldn't even walk. And I was working, I was committed. I was loyal to the athletic program, and I wasn't going to miss work, and I was in so much pain. And she said, she walked to my office, she said, I just want you to know something. In the event that something happened to you today, we will have somebody in your seat tomorrow. <laughs> It goes on. One monkey don't stop no show. All right, and so and so, don't you think, man? Because you this and you that you stop the show. You don't. All right. Listen, because if you don't use your, if you're not humble and understand your gift, then God gave somebody else the same gift He gave you. So you can't be braggadocious and all this kind of stuff. So let me. I got to get. Here's what He says. If God has given you leadership ability, then take the responsibility seriously, right? And if you have the gift of showing kindness to others, then do it gladly. Now, this is important. Uh, and so people are good at this, man. They, they, I don't know why they're so good at being nothing, right? They're good at talking about what somebody else don't do. They, they need to do, they need to, no, you need to do what you need to do. And if you do your part, man, everything works together. Just imagine if we came into a meeting and everybody did their part. Watch this here. The spirits we have, if I don't talk about what you're not doing and I just do what I'm supposed to do. And say you don't do what you're supposed to do. Fine, that's not my problem. That's a God problem. Y'all say, well, it's not a God problem. It's a man. No, it's a God problem. Right, uh, because God give people the abilities and the spirits to do and move the way He wants them to move, and maybe He's taking it from you. I told a person one time. I said, "Listen, don't fool yourself." Now, this is a sidebar. I'm gonna slip it in on you. Everything you have, everything you have, is a gift to you from God to be impactful in the kingdom. 
That's why sin is so dangerous. Because God knows that. That's why Christ had to die. That's why he had to come. Because he knows, man, the sin will separate you from God. Here's what sin will do. Sin will make you lose all your resources. Y'all said, nah, I'm going to lose all. Listen, uh, I can sin and God will take Ardina from me. And I know he gave it to me as a gift. But he said, now listen, I may have mercy on you, but if you keep sinning, I'll take it away from you. He says, I gave you my gift, man, to help build the kingdom. So he gave you gifts for building. Don't let him take your gift away. Don't let him take your resource away because you watch this here. You get your eyes off of him. When we get our eyes off of Christ, we start doing things and we start thinking we're more than what we are. And we think we can manipulate people and do all this. The only reason Lance have a successful lawn business is because his relationship with God and then God is touching other people. When he go, they have blessed him and say, man, can you do my yard? Now, if he sin, God may have mercy. If he keep on sinning, God may have mercy. If he keep on sending guys, well, I need to take some of your resources away. So all of a sudden, this customer said, you know what? Thank you, Mr. Walker, but I, I don't need your services anymore. And that's why I really appreciate it. And he go to the next, the next week, well, you know, thank you, Mr. Walker, but we don't need you to blow our snow no more. Then next, what happened? God said, you better repent. He said, because I gave you this gift. And I gave it to you for the body of Christ. And so you got to be humble and use it for the kingdom. Now watch this here. This is good. Because everything you have, not just in the church. So y'all get tricked in the church. Your gifts is not just for this building, man. Your gifts is for the humanity. It ain't just about in here. You think, well, I'm gifted to prophesy and I can speak in tongues. Fool, you're only here for an hour and 40 minutes. God did not give you a gift, man, to you for an hour and 40 minutes, and you don't even talk that time while you're here. It's for beyond here. And God said, we're working together all over. And so your gifts is not just here. That's why you can't just live. You, can't, you can come into church and fool somebody, think you're fooling somebody. Well, I'm saved and sanctified. Praise the Lord. So praise the Lord. God is good. Isn't, isn't it amazing? Yes. But you're going to leave here in about 45 minutes. Then you get out there, ain't no praise the Lord, ain't no, hey, sister, how you doing, praise the Lord, ain't none of that no more. It should be oozed inside you. And the gift God has given you, you had it before when he first gave it to you. When he blessed you, you said, oh, my God, thank you so very much. I know I, didn't, I wasn't qualified for that job, making $40. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus, you're so good. Then all of a sudden, you won't give a person a ride to work and y'all working together. Say, I'm, listen, man, if you ain't going to give me... Uh, you got to give me at least $40 a week. But we're going to the same job. Well, you're going to pay me, man. This is my guy. But we're going. You just live next door. I don't care. God said, you mean to tell me I gave you a, a car, and this person lives next door, you're going to charge him $40 to go to the same place when you're going to go? That's gifts beyond. Okay, I better leave that alone because somebody going to get mad. Say, I'm charging them. They say, I got a band service. Don't be playing with me. So let, I only got a few minutes. Now listen, I want to. I, I got to hit this in. All right, 
Go to Philippians chapter 2. As we look at this thing, here's what he says in verse 13. For God is working in you, giving you desires and the power to do what pleases him. Right? Verse 14 says, do everything without complaining and arguing because you're doing it for me. Right? He says, so that no one can criticize you. Live a clean, innocent lives as children of God shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. He said, you have a responsibility when you leave this place, man, to represent and reflect me and don't complain about it and don't brag about it. Don't do none of that because it's about your relationship with God. He said, you have to humble yourself, understand that I gifted you. The only reason you have what you have is because God wants people to see him. And you ain't got to go say praise the Lord. You just got to love him. And you got to let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify God. And, and then you, so as you humble yourself, what you're saying is, okay, it's not about me, but it's about the kingdom. That's how you survive in difficult times because you get your eyes focused off you. Because the minute you keep looking at yourself, Soon as the employer call you and tell you we downsizing, what do you do then? If you have not had your eyes focused on God and realize that the gift that you have, the employer didn't give it to you. I'm only here to bless you. So I'm going to love you through the process and watch God move. Like, no, I'm not going to get stressed out and bit out of shape because i just been serving you. I told my daughter, I said, Anessa, she's a social worker. I'm about to close. I said, Anessa, you're a social worker. I said, every family you meet with, I don't care what's going on in the situation, remember you there for one purpose and one purpose only. I said, you there meant to serve God and serve them. I said, as you serve them, you're serving God. I said, keep your eyes focused on that and don't get caught up in all the other stuff. Remember, man, God has gifted you. He sent you to school so smart and he gave you such a love for little people. He said, but you're there to, watch this here, to strengthen families, not tear them apart. Now, she in CPS. I said, remember, your ultimate goal is never to tear families apart. Remember, you're there to serve them, so you want to give them every resource available. Every resource you know that's available, you got to make sure they can get it so they can keep their family together. That's your mission. That's why God gifted you with that position. Now, I know the mama going to cuss you out, and she's going to say you ain't no good and get the, out of my house. You just go right to your car and then try to figure out how you can bless this mother. Because you're not under the stress about to lose your child. She is. So you got to figure out, man, how can I show God to her? Because if I can get her to see God, man, through my gift, we change the world. That's the lifeline. Won't he do it? I want to tell you all, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privilege. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself to obedience 
to God and died a criminal death on the cross, man, so you all can have a relationship with God and reconnect with God. Now, watch this, I'm done. So you can have the power of God, man, working in you, and then you can take that same electricity and power and then pour it into somebody else. And he says, and remember, it's, this watch what Jesus did. Jesus died, reconnected us back to God, gave us the power source, and now the power source comes through us. Let me say it again, because I think you missed it. Jesus died, reconnected us back to God. We didn't do nothing. You didn't do nothing. It was all God. Who you think you are? You, this, this is a God thing. So you got to keep that in mind as you move and as you minister and as you help people. Show them, man, the love of God in difficult times. So they don't give up. Now you say you love the Lord, then act like it. And start showing people who God is and quit trying to show them who you are and think you got pulled and you can pull something off. Direct them to God and quit trying to think, I tell you, man, I can do this for you. No, God can do it. Amen? Get the Lord a hand clap. Well, I want to... I just wanted to share it with you all because I think we just, we're in difficult times. And I think we get our eyes focused. And some of us, man, we, we forget how gifted we are and how God needs us, right? And I want to tell you something, man. You will be blessed beyond your wildest dream. When you commit your life to Christ and be seriously, man, and donate everything, every minute of your time, your life, everything to him, watch him use you like ne- God had never stopped working. That's why he said, I never leave you nor for it. forsake you. The reason why he said that, man, because he's working through people. Don't you want to be the one that he worked through? Don't you want to be the one man to help transform somebody's life? Don't you want to be one man to pull something together? Let's do it. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, we thank you so very much uh, for blessing each one of us with the gifts and talents you've given us. Lord, let us keep our eyes focused on you and on the prize and realize that we can't do nothing apart from you. It's you that's working through us. Everything we have, all our gifts, all our talents, all our resources, it's all yours. And we can't thank you enough for that. And we want to use what we have to be a blessing to someone else. We want what we have, we want our gifts and our talents and everything to be used as a lifeline to somebody else. So, Lord, please continue to put people in our path so we can show them how awesome you are, so we can leave them to use, because we know only you can transform their life and make them better. So if there's somebody out there that don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, I promise you, man, he's the answer to all your problems. If you embrace him in your life and allow him to be the Lord of your life, he will do amazing things in your life. And there's no greater joy than the joy of gifting someone else with the gift that God has given you. And watch the smile on their face as they thank God for what you did for them. As they thank God for what you did for them. Thank you, God, for using us to be a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself today. Uh, uh, 
this is offering time. So if you want to be a blessing to the kingdom embassy and our ministry, you can give on Giveify. You can go on our website or you can give. Uh, we're not going to have an offering up front. So we got the boxes in the back. 